Hello and welcome to another episode of A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Mel. And we're covering The Nun too. Yay! She just came and out. Yay! Uh, so yeah, that's our thing now. We're where we'll do new movies but i'm letting everybody know right now i'm not doing the exorcist believer i already talked to Elle about it i'm not doing it yeah I'm, i feel like you can watch a lot of other exorcism movies like this one you know so i don't know <laughs> I, I probably am gonna miss me with that one off so mm, i've seen the trailer the long trailer it's literally haunting me and um no thank you it's just like abrasive it doesn't even look fun at all yeah it's so gory because you know when i know this isn't an exorcist episode but (laughs) relevance um when the exorcist came out it was very shocking like they released it the day after christmas um i mean i feel like even to this day like it's just i've covered it on this podcast the one time it it's it was just so jarring and um it's a lot to for a little girl to go through and now there's two little girls and i feel like they're just trying to up the shock factor you're not going to make anybody pass out in the theater in 2023 it's just not going to happen but i think you can trigger someone's church hurt trauma and uh it's definitely effective at that (laughs) true Um, so i'm kind of like you like I had enough church guilt as a little girl I don't need to like have flashbacks about it so no we're not doing that um let me ask did you like the first nun movie I did I did you know what I I may have even maybe not visually but I may have even liked it more than the second one so more than this one Okay, that's interesting. I wish I had rewatched The Nun before I went to go see this one because now that I'm um now that I've watched this one, I realize that I've been harboring this intense dislike for the first one, but I can't even remember why. And I honestly, now I think it doesn't actually have anything to do with the first Nun movie. I think it has everything to do with The Conjuring 2. Right. Now there uh, I think you know that they it might be a wise move to take the juiciest parts from the conjuring which was just the nun and keep going with that part so you know the conjuring too was hateable in a lot of ways now I liked that it was kind of more driven by the lead woman character you know Mm -hmm. and in that way I feel like the nun won kind of was a little bit more sisters than misters and this one was a little bit more mister you know like honestly dude should have died up and down three ways like why did they keep him alive (laughs) i yeah yeah and respectfully to frenchie i didn't have like a like an emotional connection with him i know like it sister irene does but i think that's just because they went through this like life-altering um experience together you know what I mean but like I don't really care about him sorry and all the stuff they're doing to like paint him as a nice guy like worth risking your life for is actually kind of cringe you know they're like sought out a girl's boarding school to work at and now he has bracelet befriended one of the little girls there I'm like I hate to be like Mm -hmm. creepily muttering about it but 
I don't know. It wasn't giving nice guy. <laughs> you no, know? it it wasn't. It was giving that she he had a crush on her mom. So he was just trying to like get and I'm sorry like I feel bad for saying that, but like that's just what it like he wanted the mom and yeah. like, okay, he's good with kids, and but like it kind of checks from the nun one because I don't know if you remember, but he was going on and on about Irene taking her vows. He was like, oh, too bad you're going to take your vows. You know, hint, hint, wink, wink, I can't do you. Like, he was kind of creepy in that first one. That was him, right? I forget. Like, yes, that was him. That was okay. uh... About not being a boner because she was going to go through with taking her vows. So I, I remember Maurice in his games, you know. Never forget Maurice. <laughs> right. And why were they... <laughs> about him being possessed the nun literally stuck our serpentine tongue down his throat like how else do you get possessed that's how you get pregnant Lit literally i'm surprised he wasn't carrying the antichrist to be honest right. like um that's a good question when they showed that scene i like didn't remember it from the first movie and i was like is that what happened because i would literally just assume that he was possessed after that situation like you're coming with me like we're, we're we need to get that thing you need to get you checked out you know um i don't know but i did think that it was interesting um how she was like how the nun was treating this possessed body because he was almost like a puppet from the outside like as opposed to like she was like he was like embodying her yeah yeah i thought the same thing too that was a little bit interesting because you know and kind of a smart move in terms of writing because then she was able to puppet other people at the same time whereas i feel like an in host like in body possession that's one person at a time you know yeah that's right whereas you know was making images of dead kids at the same time i mean she was kind of had a lot going on so she had a lot going on um i i kind of don't want to like spoil what her motive was because i thought that that was very interesting so i don't want to talk about that but i do want to talk about some of the other stuff that went down some of the stuff that she made happen i thought the man goat was so fucking funny I didn't, I couldn't take him seriously, but that scene where the girls have like tricked the other little girl into staring at the stained glass of the goat and they were telling her, oh, if you look away, like the, the devil comes out. I thought that that was like very scary for a little girl. You know what I mean? Like yeah. getting bullied, first of all. So, yes, um, I'm an adult, so I'm like, those little bitches aren't going to get me to do shit, but right. like, yeah, I'm like, why would you go in there with your bullies? Come on, you but know. She didn't I have any friends. I agree about the goat. It was a little bit funny because it seemed random. It seems like an addition, you know. Like, let's just throw something else in there, like a, yeah. you know. So, and also the fact that we recognize that the nun is like some ancient demon, you know, yeah. whatever hell. It, it kind of made it like so the goat is the unmasked form or a different version a you know partners in crime it seemed a little 
I felt like it was just like a pawn. Like, like she, this bitch was playing games with them because she's like, I, I literally have you all in the palm of my hands. There's not shit that you can do about it. I'm going to find what I'm looking for. Um, and that's it because it's literally a school full of girls and the only adults are the t- one teacher, the headmistress and this man. And then that's it. And she has the man, you know? Yeah, I I thought the nun in this one was definitely more dramatic because Mm -hmm. they kind of OP'd her a little bit, you know, nerfed her. She had like a lot of power in this movie. Could have easily just destroyed them all in like the first two minutes, you know? So it seemed like a lot of it was about terrifying them or whatever and finding the thing more so than killing them. Because why didn't she just kill everybody? I mean, Irene, that was her, like, third time getting strangled to near death. I mean, how many concussions can you sustain? Right, she stayed getting choked out. Choked out. It's something that I don't understand either, but it's an issue that I have with, like, church-based possession movies because, you know, I, I feel like I said it. I don't like to revisit the Exorcist episode, but I feel like I said it um the whole thing in the church is like that human beings have dominion over these kinds of entities or whatever so the thing that's it's scary about it is when the rules don't seem to apply because she's dressed as a nun like she's making a mockery of all of that and like the nothing's stopping her that seems like really why is she operating outside of the rules that's terrifying what is she really it's yeah heat. yeah it i guess because some weird creepy demon you know but yeah also i don't know yeah it's a real choice to go with a, a nun's habit and then mm-hmm. to have teeth like that mm-hmm. she's she's a ballsy it's a ballsy one <laughs> in the first one you know she really kind of used it a lot more the outfit I guess like you know there were times when she was like in the monastery or cathedral or whatever it was you know in the habit and like people would be talking to her like from behind like what are we gonna do like you know blah blah blah. and then she would like turn around kind of thing so she was veiled more like a veil over the face and Uh using more to like blend in and stuff this one I guess just using it to terrify but I did like the visual aspects that they heightened that I felt were stronger in like the conjuring basically Mm -hmm. where she out of paintings and mirrors and you know things on the wall and we both chose the scene where you know (laughs) appears in the newsstand magazines because that was another inventive way to kind of like make her appear out of nothing you know so I did like that visually speaking you know it is scary. It is scary. And I did, I really liked the scene. It was so quiet and it was so long and there was so much like built up anticipation. And it still delivered a jump scare, at least for me, even though I like they showed this in the trailer. I've seen it. And for it to still like elicit that kind of response for me, I was like, okay. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I think the scary part is that silence, how long it takes for that image to build. Man, I would have walked away a hundred times. There's no way I would have waited until it was, you know, right in front of me. So, Uh, but 
that's no. part of the defense. You don't get to run away. The character has chosen to stay for whatever idiotic reason. Now, Irene makes some questionable choices in this entire movie, but like I'm not her, so to each their own. Yeah. Now, what did you think about the Deborah character? Is that Storm Reed? Yes. Okay. I felt like she was super unnecessary. I'm not trying to be rude. I was glad to see her. I was like, hey, girl. But, like, her story was unnecessary. Her her being there was unnecessary. I, I felt... I'm really curious about why they made the choice to give her an assistant like that. Because she was... <laughs> you're asking the wrong one i don't know i thought she was a little superfluous too but you know i was like i guess let's get some representation in the cast you know okay. she's the only person of color right i mean yes and that makes me feel like that's the only reason why they put her in there yeah. So I don't want to see tokens either. That doesn't make me feel any better. Especially yes. since she sustained some life-threatening injuries and just was like, I'm fine. You go ahead. You know, I just was like, don't risk your life for them. You know, I just... No. And, like, her authority that she took in some situations didn't make any sense. Like, when they were... um, When it was, like, just a mechanism to get her away from Irene so Irene could be by herself, but she could have just left her by herself the entire time. When they were at the hotel, and Irene's like, I have a reservation, and they're like, I don't see it. And she's like, ah, like, falls into despair because they can't find a reservation. And Deborah's like, oh, I'll take care of it. How do you know what to do? You literally were a stowaway, and you just got there. You won't even do, um, you won't even do confession. And also, that makes you so fucking unprepared to deal with an ancient demon they will crack you like a glow stick honey like she'll eat you for breakfast i i didn't understand why we learned so much about her traumatic past for the nun to not use it against her later i mean she yeah. just got up. i mean there was like no manifestations of her past family you know no lung cancer from all those cigarettes she'd been smoking like i don't know <laughs> I mean, it seemed like that was just supposed to make us honestly not even sympathize with her, but it was to make a, a, a deeper hero out of Irene. That's like, Irene, you're taking this little unlovable thing under your wing. How great for you. And I'm just like, honestly, Irene is a little bit of a busybody. Like maybe she should just not. I don't know. So yeah deborah was kind of a glorified babysitter because she was in there screaming along with the kids you know oh. um, hey some of those kids can scream though those kids oh yeah i did think that i was like these these little girls are like really great actors like yeah. and pipes you'll be scream queens later <laughs> like <laughs> i mean i think that's kind of you know what they're trying to formulate out of like the image of the main character here, you know, Scream Queen. But yeah. You can't um, be Scream I mean be the hero. Like which one is it? I mean, um, I don't know. She's she's passing out all over the place. Like in this scene, like she literally hits the ground and somebody would have found her if it wasn't gonna be Deborah. So they didn't need her for that either. Respectfully, girl. Like <laughs> respectfully. And what um, happened? with Deborah, did they ever wrap that up i don't even remember 
I what don't happened? think so. It was like she just fizzled out and then like Irene and Frenchie are like, we survived another one together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honestly, that uh, the mother, uh, what was the mother's name? Kate. The teacher? Yeah, Kate. She's kind of a bad mom. Like, honestly, she's like, a terrible mom. Like a guy. I'm not going to hang out with him after he was possessed and a total weirdo. And she's like, go over, honey. Give him a hug. It's fine. Like, he's, no. he's good now. Like, I'm, I know it's not your fault that she possessed you, but, like, you smacked us around. You almost killed my child. And you punched a nun in the stomach. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Get some therapy. <laughs> he did do that. He punched the shit out of her and she hit all the windows. Like, the glass broke. That's how, That was a violent. Okay. Quite violent. And to be honest, he was possessed the whole time they had their little romance. So I wouldn't know if it was him or I'm getting finessed by a demon. Like You know yeah. that this nun has demon riz. It wasn't Frenchie. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Because he had no riz after he was just bug-eyed. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I don't know. But I guess he's the only guy for miles and miles, maybe. I believe that. I believe that it was like the, what was it? The French countryside? Like, there's no, they're like old. It's like old yeah. men in the surrounding areas. So, like, I get it. Well, the lady, the actress, I'm pretty sure she was in the Chronicles of Narnia and played Susan. And she's the boring sister. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was trying to remember where I saw her face from. I was like, oh, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> that seems like a natural transition. You yeah, know? of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, going through wardrobes to fantasy lands. Yeah, I mean, from fawns to demon nuns. I mean, it's it's really the best, the best transition. That movie was like 90% green screen. This movie's like 90% green screen. So yeah. yeah, she's moving on up. Good for her. Um, something I did like also, um, I like because she was playing around. I like how she um it's awful. It was pretty traumatic that she used the headmistress's like dead kid to get to her. But the scene where they're trying to escape, like the girls and Deborah are trying to escape from the goat man and they go to look into like the headmistress's room and she's in there like dead with like roaches crawling on her. It was yes. giving, have you seen Dead Silence? Yes. It was very much giving Mary Shaw. And I was like, I yes. like this scene a lot. I liked yeah, no, I liked it. I, I, thought, I thought the kids added something that, mm. you know, they had some really visceral reactions to all the jump scares. Oh, so yeah. you know, that's always kind of nice. I did like that. That was kind of a... It was good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I did like that. Now, the nun did the headmistress dirty. I do not know why she was after she herself. Bit. That's She's just I'm... a bitch. <laughs> she didn't use like that much past pain information on other people. Like, she doesn't I have to. Irene's mother you know but okay. really just Irene drew power from her or whatever you know no spoilers but no. I just feel like why didn't she use the image of her mother the same way yeah. she image of the dead kid I mean I as the way tell you like Megan kind of like swinging that yes the incense yes 
oh my god he alter boyed the shit out of her yeah and that scene was definitely given megan because he had some ribbon <laughs> he said <laughs> yeah terrible rest in peace but <laughs> kind of quick for her you know it was only a couple of you know rounds before so. i just feel like if i'm gonna go out in a like a demon battle take me out quick because what, what don't just take me out fast like if i had survived to see that end scene where just all the shit's going down i would be my pants i don't want to go out like that let me have some dignity with no pee pants my question is like what if you just like left the scene you know, like, what if you just no, like, thank you. yep, and just, I'm out. It doesn't seem like she's chasing anybody, you know, I guess some she's people not. were, crazy, but I literally, if, if you just left though, cause she's looking for this thing, she just would have found it. She knew where it was. She was going in the right direction the entire time. She would have got it. And then what I feel like maybe the entire world would have been drowned in flames. And oh, uh, oh okay. That part. Yeah. So that part. So they, they stayed for the betterment of humanity. Well, that's yeah. what I, I guess. I that's know. a I, nun's job to protect us from worldwide evil. Didn't you know? I feel like actually it was those priests job and they were like, ooh, I don't want to do this. Let's call that dumb chick. We got to do the stuff last time we didn't want to do. Just, just like a man. He literally pulled her out. She was like, I, I'm in secret. I'm going to live this simple life over here. And they're like, get get Irene on the phone because I'm not doing it. Right. They were like, we need a sucker. Irene. You know, it's just Irene. Like, why you call me? Like she has said the last time she was like, oh, I'm not qualified. I haven't even taken my vows. This time she was like, definitely not qualified and don't want to do it. Like they said, well, you did it before. So yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, they didn't even offer her anything. No, you know, like so, I won't be high priestess or whatever is the next step up. This, no, no, no extra deliveries at the convent now that the delivery kit is dead. So. They oh, that scene scared me though. I was like, oh no, is she gonna kill all the kids in this? Why movie? they kill French tomboy? I don't know. I don't I know. Was it was like, disrespectful. Had swag. I was like, this is the only cool dressed little kid in the whole movie, and you're gonna murder. And she's got a job, like. <laughs> uh, no, that one was contributing. Yeah. Learn my not contribute to society. The Literally. nun. Does Literally. So okay, so they did something at the end of this movie that I feel like was intentional. When they show, first of all, let's talk about Thaisa Farmiga and Vera Farmiga being in this in this uh, oh. universe together. Um. When what? I I watched American Horror Story first, and then when I saw Bates Motel, and I was like, she looks like that girl. Is that her mom? And no, they're just sisters with a big age gap. I feel like something else is coming after this, and I think they did it intentionally. I do not believe that they just wanted everyone to remember that this is from The Conjuring 2. I don't believe that at all. I think that they, they're, they're going to do something. I think it's a little yeah. Easter egg. I Although, you know, I, I love Farrah Barbaga in, in The Conjuring. The, definitely she's, the I do too. She's so, they're so beautiful. They're Ukrainian-American. They're so beautiful. Like, I'll watch anything that either of them are in, respectfully. And they both have solid screams. So. Yes, and they're great actresses. That's not always a, th a thing in, in horror, you know. 
I love I love this. It hasn't been in a mm. while. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like back in the day, like the screen queens were also like solid actresses, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, and they did a lot of dramas too, typically. Yeah. So like your Sarah Michelle Gellers, like oh, had a we love her. drama and horror stuff. So, so good at everything, including holding <laughs> down a marriage. Holding down. <laughs> Yay. Love it. Love that for us. I think we should wrap her up. Do you have any final thoughts about this movie? No, you know, I liked it. I would say I would give it, what, maybe three and a half because it was solid. You know, for a scary movie, you want to go to the theater, get your jump scares, like put your arm around your boo or whatever. I think it's solid, you know, and if you want to follow along without thinking too much, you could probably do that. Yeah, I think you could definitely. I would give it a three and a half also. I had a very good time watching this movie. Um, it's hard to like jump scare me. So the fact that it got me, and I think it got me twice, honestly. Uh so good. And I I think that you could watch this without even seeing the first nun and still have yeah. a good time. Um I was gonna say something else and my brain just stopped working, but yeah, three and a half. She's great flashbacks of the things you really need to know like Frenchie saving her so mm-hmm. yeah I, I, you really could just have it singularly not think too much about it and go with it visually it's pretty striking I liked it very especially oh this scene I like uh I can't get enough of it I've been watching a lot of trash movies lately so like I really <laughs> really enjoyed this movie um and i think that that's saying something considering it's not only a sequel but it's deep into the conjuring universe that those movies haven't done super well like this is better than annabelle it's definitely better than the devil made me do it was awful you know i think it's really redeeming itself here and i think that that's why they're going to use the juice to do something else i agree you know and i'm gonna watch it if they do because i like i said i really think that best part of all of those movies you know basically the nun herself and a little bit of Vera Farmiga too honestly that was the best part (laughs) so I think uh yeah I'm with it three and a half solid nice nice three and a half um in the meantime you can find this podcast on the interwebs at ghostinthemagazine.site or on twitter at gitm podcasts you can find me on twitter at witchxpudding And you can find me on Twitter at Hedda underscore Mel. Okay, bye.